0: This distinction that we made yesterday between a doing mitzvah and a being mitzvah um, is, is a distinction that one has to make in many areas of life. So say so, so for example, um, it's, it's one of the ways that I teach the difference between management and leadership. Management is about doing things. There's certain things you have to get done. There's certain things you have to make sure others get done. There's a checklist. If you're a good manager, there's a whole lot of things you've got to do to be a good manager. But, but being a good leader is not like that. Le- leadership is, is, a, is about being. It's about the person that you are. Um, leadership, you, you lead with who you are. You manage with, by what you do. And we have that in lots of areas of life. Some things are, are by who you are, and some things are by, by what you do. Um, and some things are a combination of both. Good parenting is a combination of both. Just to, to, to go through a checklist of what does a good parent do... That isn't going to catch it. Uh, and, and just to be a good person, that also isn't going to catch it. In the case of parenting, there's both. There, there is a management element and there's a, um, and there's a being element. What kind of a person? The child looks at what kind of a person the parent is. And, and educators need to ask themselves that question too. Am I a teacher that, that knows the skills of teaching? I know the material I'm teaching and I know how to teach it. Or is an educator also have an element of, of, of who are you? And it's interesting that character development isn't a part of, um, of, of most secular curricula, although it's an important part of, of life. So uh, in, it, uh, take leadership itself, that, that idea that you have to be a mensch, that in order to be an effective leader, you've got to develop your own character. That isn't taught in, in, in leadership schools even, uh, and yet that's a very element of leadership and in Torah we see it over and over again in halakha itself, and certainly in the broader category of Torah. There's a part of Torah which are the things you have to do, and there are, there's a part of Torah about the things, the person you have to be. And in the, uh, in the yeshiva world, that got, not just in the yeshiva world, long before then already, it got divided into the area of Musar and the area of halakha. Um, and that's why it's so dangerous when people try to leave out the area of, of Musar, whether one has to have it as a separate discipline or one integrates it into one's learning, uh, those are different styles. But the fact that character development has to be part of Torah, because so much of Torah is who you are, not just what you do. And as we mentioned yesterday, so much of Torah has just become what you do. And the conversations around what do you do, and what are you supposed to do, and what do you have to do, and how do you do it, those are the conversations in Torah. Those are are the shiurim in Torah. And what about the, and, and how do you have to be? And who do you have to be? Which is, which is at least as important, if not more important, that in fact that's a precondition for Torah. What you do is irrelevant if what you are is nothing. If you're not a mensh to start with, then what you do is irrelevant. It's like a monkey doing doing the mitzvahs. What's the, what's the point of that? The Torah was given to B'nai Odom, to people who are, are human in the highest sense of what, what human means and to be a, a Jewish person at the highest sense of what a Jewish person means. And we said... Yes, that's the, the unique element of, of the mitzvah of sukkah. Uh, that sukkah, that sukkahs is about a state of being. Taduru, teshukein, taduru, that it's about a state of being. And therefore, there are two elements to it. The one is you eat a meal in the sukkah, you say a mitzvah. But, but if you're not chayev to eat in the middle, you don't feel like eating today, as we're going to see in this, in today's Gemara. You don't want to eat at all. You just want a piece of fruit. That's also okay. And you don't have to eat that in the sukkah. So that day, let's say on the fourth day of sukkahs, you decide not to eat. You just don't feel like eating or you eat very little. Have you been mekayim, the mitzvah of of sukkahs teshu shivas yomim? You've got to dwell in the sukkah for seven days. And we said yesterday, yes, you have, kind of, because the sukkah is your home. And just as you don't have to eat every day in your home, so you don't have to eat every day in your sukkah. But during that time, the sukkah is your basis. That's where you live. And and therefore you're being mekayim besukas teish shivas yomim. One has to go a little bit further into it and understand. So how can you be mekayim a mitzvah? How can you fulfill a mitzvah if you're not doing anything? The mitzvah is to, to do something. The way you mekayim the mitzvah you say the brocha when you eat something in the something substantial in the sukkah. So how can you be mekayim besukas teish shivas yomim if you're not if you're not eating? And and I think what's important to understand is there are two ways of being mekayim a mitzvah. you become a mitzvah when you do the mitzvah. Um, And you're over a love, you you transgress a negative mitzvah if you do that which you're not allowed to do. Those are in the action areas. But there's another part of halacha, and there's another part of a a mitzvah. And that is the part of being governed by the mitzvah. So say, for example, there's a halacha that a Jew may not live with a Gentile. There's a halacha that a Kohen may not marry a, a divorcee. So if a Kohen is not married to a divorcee, is, is, does that halacha apply to him? Yes, it does. In other words, when a halacha is governing you, you you're already into, in a different category by the fact that you're governed by that halacha. The fact that a Kohen has certain halachot that govern him, that's what makes him a Kohen. The fact that Shabbos has certain halachot that makes a Shabbos, that's what makes a Shabbos. Uh, the fact that a Jew has halachot that govern the Jew, that's what makes the, 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 the person a Jew. So being governed by a halacha is in itself a part of the kiyom of the halacha. You're not actually fulfilling the the action of the mitzvah, but you're governed by the mitzvah. So it is during Sukkot. You're governed by the mitzvah of of Besuchus Tesh V'Shivas Yomim. Even if you're not actually doing it, you're still governed by that, and therefore you're within that category of Besuchus Tesh V'Shivas Yomim. Not so on the first day of Sukkot. On the first day of sukkot, it's different. And we see the difference on Dafchhazin and Aleph in the Mishnah. Rabilezer Romer Arbas achat balaila. During Sukkahs, you need to have 14 meals in the sukkah, One in the morning and one in the night. And the chachomim The say. There's no, you can eat as much or as little as you want. There's no requirement. So here you already see this this issue of what does it mean to live in the sukkah? Does it mean you have to eat? Or if you eat, it's got to be in the sukkah. Chutz yom bil vaj. Accepting on the first night. First night is different ask the Gemara. My time at the Rabbi in Taduru, Madiru Achas BeYom BeLaila. What's normal living? You eat in the morning. You eat at night. Avsukeh Achas BeYom Bachas BeLaila. The Rabbonim, Kadiru Madiru Aibay Achil Aibay Elo Nami Aibay Achil Aibay The Chachomim say no. What is the essence of Diro? The essence of Diro of living is that you do what you want. You've got a home. You've got food. You decide whether you want to eat. Or you don't want to eat, but it's not said that you have to eat in the morning. You have to eat in the night. That's called. That's what dira is. And then the Gemara says, "So what about Rum to Rishon? Yom Nami? Why on the first night is it different?" We learn it from Pesach. There's a greer shavu We find the same wording with matzah and with sukkah. So just as in the case of matzah, on the first night of Pesach, you've got to eat a kazais of matzah. Thereafter, if you want to eat bread, you can't. You've got to have matzah, but you don't have to have matzah. So it is with sukkah. On the first night, you have to eat in the sukkah. Thereafter, you don't, need to eat, you don't have to eat in the sukkah. So once again, we see this difference that the first night is a doing mitzvah. There's something specific you've got to do. It's not just about, ah, I live in a sukkah. I'm not, having, I'm not having dinner tonight. No, you actually have to have. You have to have something to eat. There's a, there's a doing element of it thereafter there's not a doing element, there's a being element. I'm governed by the laws of sukkah. Sukkah is where I live. What does living mean? If I eat, that's where I eat. If I'm learning, that's where I learn. If I'm chilling with my friends, that's where I chill with my friends. That's what taduru means. But first night is different. So If first night is different, then we should see that manifesting in a few different areas. (coughs) The one area, for example, would be So with one area we've seen, there are three areas where the first night should be different. If we're right in understanding this, that the first night is a doing mitzvah, and thereafter it's a being mitzvah, then the first thing would be, do you have the right not to eat if you don't want to? So we've seen that that's one of the differences. On the second, third, fourth, fifth night of sukkahs, you can decide if you want to eat or you don't want to eat. If you eat, you eat in the sukkah. First night you've got to eat. The second difference would be mitzvah. The whole din of mitzvah that we've been learning is that if you're uncomfortable, that's not called Kein Taduru. That's not called living, because if you were in your house, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be there uncomfortably. You would make yourself comfortable. And therefore, Kein Taduru uh, requires that you're comfortable. But on the first night then, if the first night is a doing mitzvah, you've got to do something. You don't have to be comfortable when you blow the shofar. You don't have to be comfortable when you put on tefillin. Uh, so, why should you be comfortable when you eat on the first night of sukkah? It, it's got nothing to do with comfort. It's an action that has to be performed. And it has to be performed in the right way at the right time. But you don't, comfort is not one of the conditions. So, that would be the second difference. The third difference would be how much you can eat. So, if we're looking at it from taduru, you must live. And what is the measure of a meal? A meal is a kibetsa A kabetza is like two, two olives, an egg size. It's like four olives. So, sorry? We've got to eat more than a kabetza. If it's a, if it's a or less, it's not, it's not called, it, it's not called that you've yet had a meal. So, so when, when we use the, the, the shi or the measurement of a kabetza, it's about measuring an act of eating. That's not called eating a meal if you've had less than a kabetza because it doesn't satisfy, uh, sufficiently to be called, called a meal. But an action of a mitzvah, if there's a mitzvah that requires eating as an action, not as a being, if, it's, if the eating is a being element, it must be a kibetzah, because you must feel satisfied. It's about being. But if it's a doing mitzvah, like, like matzah, a, you don't have to be satisfied with the matzah. You just have to eat the right measure of matzah. What's the right measure? For a mitzvah, the right measure is a kazais. So, so by the measurement, you can tell what the mitzvah is. Where there's a requirement of a kebeitzah, then the, the mitzvah is a being mitzvah. Where there's a requirement of a kazayas, the mitzvah is just a doing mitzvah. You've got to do the action correctly, and, the, and a correct action is a kazaïs. Mm-hmm. So what about first night sukkahs? If sukkah, first night sukkahs is, is a doing mitzvah, then you should just be able to have a kazayas and no more. But if it's a being mitzvah, then you should need a kebeitzah. You should need more than a kaza'is. So what, what, what is the din there? And that becomes quite interesting. So if we look at the two, the two says, mm-hmm. You don't have to eat. You eat if you want. Accepting first night Yom Tav, where there's a duty to eat, you don't have to be comfortable on the first night because this is not about being, it's about doing. So if it rains, you've still got to eat something in the sukkah. You've got to do the mitzvah. But if you've only had a kezayis, then you've already been yoitzeh. Even though, ask the Torah, In the rest of Sukkot, what is the amount that, that you must eat? Eat in the sukkah for? If you're only going to have a kazayit, the rest of sukkot, you don't have to eat it in the sukkah because it's a, the rest of sukkot is a being mitzvah. And being is only with a kabetzah. So until you're eating a kabetzah, there's no requirement that you're in the sukkah. In that case, why in the first night do you have to eat in the sukkah even if it's only a kazayit? Explains the the, the two. Shani rishon shu because the first night is more of a khava. It's interesting that he says more of a chova, so he, there's there's a duty even on the other nights as well. You're governed by the halacha. You're governed by that chovah. But it's more of a chovah on the first night. On the first night, even if you want to only eat a kezayis, you've got to eat it in the sukkah. You can't eat outside the sukkah. So if you're just going to have an olive, in the rest of Sukkot you don't have to go into the sukkah for the olive. You can eat the olive outside of the sukkah. But on the first night, you've got to. If you're only going to have an olive, you've got to have it in the sukkah. Therefore it says hilkach Yotzei Nami Therefore you Yotzei the Yedei Sukkah as well. What does the Tur mean? Since the olive is the measure for first night, you see the mitzvah on first night is a doing mitzvah, and not a being mitzvah. If it's a doing mitzvah, and not a being mitzvah, then you Yotzei with the mitzvah of the first night with a Kesayit even though on every other night, which is a being mitzvah, you're not yetzeh, unless you've had something that satisfies you, you've had a, a real meal. So once again, we see here the, um, the, the difference between the two. It's interesting that the Shulchan Aruch, when he brings the, this halacha, leaves out the question of im yodu geshomim even if it's raining, you've got to eat. And, and this all, we don't have time to get into it, the Mishnah Brewer and the Shartzi and bring the, the issue, brings the Taz. Uh, the, the whole issue as to whether the restriction of, of mitzvah applies on the first night. But the, uh, the way we're noig, the way the mishtabruh, the way the Tour makes it clear is the rain has got nothing to do with first night. First night is a doing mitzvah. There's something you've got to do. And just as you have to eat matzah even if it's raining, you have to eat matzah if it's hot, if it's cold. There's no There's no din about about the environment when it comes to eating matzah because it's a doing mitzvah. So it is with the sukkah on the first night. It's a doing mitzvah. Once you've done the kaza you've eaten the kezai, you've been say the doing mitzvah. Now, already immediately on the first night, you move into the being mitzvah. Now, if you want to have a kibetzah, it has to be in the sukkah. Now, all the all the being, and if it's raining, you don't eat in the sukkah. Once you've had your kazayis, this explains that din, that if it rains on the first night, there's always the big tumular. How much do you have to eat? What do you have to do? How long do you have to wait? This is what it's all about. If it's a doing mitzvah, you, there's no excuse. You can't not do the mitzvah. If it's a being mitzvah, you've got to do it in a way that is being. So you first have to have a kazais no matter what's going on. You have to eat a kazais. You have to eat, eat the size of an olive in the sukkah on the first night. Then you move into the sukkah's teshu shivas yomim, that second element of, of dwelling in the sukkah the way one normally, one normally dwells. And it's important in all of life, every, all the time, to be conscious of that. Is this a transactional activity or is this an existential activity? And we miss so much of life because we treat everything as transactional, things that have to get done. A to-do list, that's what destroys life because you start putting on the to-do list things which are existential. I need to, need to take my wife out for dinner. That's not on a to-do list. That's not transactional. And now I've done it, I can cross it off my to-do list. That's existential. It's a way of being. And in everything that we do in life, check yourself all the time. Is this transactional? Is this a maise Mitzvah? Is this an, act, an activity I need to do? Or was this an existential act- action? Is this something I need to experience? Is this something that, that is much fuller than that? And to live them differently and to be conscious in different ways, both in the area of halakha and in the area of life in general.